Welcome to the Top Order Podcast. It's that time of season again. It is the 16th edition of the Men's IPL, the Indian Premier League. We're going to cover all the runners and riders in this 10-team tournament. So two expansion teams in from Series 15, WrestleMania 15. And we're going to talk WrestleMania 16 um, after the swish. Stay tuned. So, boys... IPL time again. Um, I think remiss of us not to um, cover off, I think, the Women's Premier League final uh, to open the show. Uh, Mumbai Indians showing that odd years are their friend in the women's uh, edition of the tournament as well, yeah. 2023. Um, Nat Siverbrunt, player of the match in that final, where, you know, let's be honest, um, I, I think from a, uh, a Delhi Capitals perspective, it looked all over at 79 for nine, managed to scramble their way to... Uh, a score, 139. Yeah, that uh, last week at partnership, it, you sort of watch that and think, geez, where were these two throughout the, you know, like, weren't, weren't they betting higher in the whole tournament? Because they just smashed it. Mm. Yeah, it looked strange, strange, wasn't it? Like, they really got hold of Izzy Wong, didn't they? Who, yeah. if you look at her figures, looked pretty good. But then if you look at the way that she got her wickets, three full bungers. What are you talking about? Yeah, she figured out the way to bowl <laughs> on that wicket. <laughs> it was, was, to was to take the wicket out of the equation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't need to use the facilities. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. And and then, look, I guess Nat Siverbrunt uh, took a, a little while to get going, but in the end, paced, you know, paced her innings really, really well. Really good on the sweep and the reverse sweep. So you kind of used those... Uh, square boundaries to, to good effect when she wasn't in it for four she was placing it into gaps for for twos but Hayley Matthews as well uh, who I think leading wicket taker in the in the tournament name player of the through the gate player that, of the that, series through that the that gate last wicket that she got was beautiful through the gate bowling in a cap a la Jeffrey Boycott <laughs> back in the, the 1980s but um, guys what, what do we take away from the tournament I think you know uh, the cliche going around and we, we you know we've got to agree with this I think it's been fantastic really for for women's cricket the the quality of the cricket on offer has been absolutely superb um yeah I, I think I think you can go a step further I really do like it you know I we've talked many times about how you know the these t20 leagues like there's too many there's no there's no getting past the fact that there's too many of these leagues you kind of get bored of them especially in New Zealand here we're sitting here at those games are on for us IPL, WIPL or WPL. They're on middle of the night, so it's actually hard to. You really have to be committed to watch them live, or at least you know to find time to watch the highlights later on. But it's been great cricket. I don't think it needs like there's you know I mentioned it last week. Some of it feels a bit condescending when they will keep going on about bringing boundaries in and all this kind of stuff. I think it's just been fantastic cricket, and I actually you know been really surprised because when you get a first edition of a tournament. Sometimes it can feel scratchy and like mm. the players can feel disjointed and all that kind of stuff. But I don't know, like you saw the joy of those players at the end of that game. Well, I, I think that's actually the, the, the most pertinent point there. It was the first edition of the tournament. It was a great start for the women's IPL. It's only going to build from there. There's yeah. more money in the game now. Um, you know, you've got more professional players and that, that's how you build the sport of uh, women's sport of cricket. Mm. Absolutely. Um, well, guys, let's move on because I think there's... Oh, you can't move on without mentioning that Amelia Kerr, New Zealand, okay, let's also, bring won, also won that. No, that. That's all I need to say about that. But, we, you know, any excuse to get a New Zealand mention in here, we've, 
Yeah. And can we can we get it any more localized? Can we you know can we bring it back to, to Christchurch in any way, shape, or form? Uh, Rickerton, no, 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 we can't. Not really. I have, I have, uh, I have. I bet uh, she's Rob, been to Christchurch. She's been there once. I believe twice, maybe. so. Yeah. I have. I've Robbie Kerr has actually refereed. Her dad has refereed a game of touch that I've gone to. He's <laughs> there. The, it there is. you go. There it is. Play, in a in an indoor cricket, uh, you know holiday program uh, in Wellington so there you go there's some some small connection I can bring to uh, the local work for New Zealand six degrees of Ricketon Cricket Club <laughs> early <laughs> doors in the Top Order podcast there week. we go and look we're on YouTube again guys so um, if you do um, double tap like I think you can mute <laughs> Stu when he talks about Christchurch if you, if you wish guys let's get into the 16th edition of the men's tournament uh, so you know we covered I think on a few podcasts ago some of the notable sort of auction pickups um, just discussing obviously no Trent Bolt the Mumbai Indians his you know second season now I think at the Rajasthan Rawls what we're going to do in terms of a format a uh, little bit like the, the Hall of Fame Baldy. Um I don't think we're going to go too much into an explainer other than to say tournament starts on April Fool's Day yeah um, not a, a joke April, April the 1st uh, two groups of five teams um, that play um, each other home and away so there's lots and lots of games through those uh, through those group stages and then into the playoffs where we do have that eliminator so you get the two bites of the cherry rather than a straight semi-finals sitch um, but the tournament runs until the end of May yep. um, so look I think probably pertinently for Northern Hemisphere cricket that's not too far away from England versus Ireland um, at Lords so um, we'll see what happens there with you know players potentially uh, needing to get on planes and things like that but what end the World Test Championship final which is absolutely yeah, yeah. cover a lot of people in this in this IPL tournament mm. so yeah. yeah, who knows what's going to happen as as it goes later on deep into the tournament. Yeah, but I guess we've seen players carry white ball form, haven't we? Um, you Absolutely. know, from from those tournaments into Test cricket. So yeah, both um, did it last yeah, year. Yeah, I think that's going to be yeah, yeah, that's going to be something to look out for. But look, what we are going to do, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, what could go right for each team, what might go wrong for each team, um, and then the players that we are. Uh, to your point Lippy most likely to get out of bed for to, to go and watch that, <laughs> mm-hmm. that game of cricket um, or at least to you know to, to try and find out uh, it's probably a five hour window now to watch an, an IPL game isn't it but uh, either either to watch the full replay or to watch the, the little 20 minute bite sized um, highlights um, so who we're going to who we're going to pick up from that perspective and then of course in true top order fashion we will talk a little bit at the end about our predictions for our playoff makers so our four teams that we think are going to make it through and the eventual winner of the tournament as well so we've 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 come up with a, a pretty decent system here to talk through the teams we're going to go in alphabetical order um, <laughs> no so, expense spent on that algorithm no absolutely so um, even my rudimentary uh, alphabet tells me that we're going to start with uh, the Chennai Super Kings aren't we we are, we are. So yeah, disappointing season for them last year. Finished finished ninth after winning it in, in twenty twenty one. So you know, big swing of, of fortunes. I think in twenty twenty one it was that COVID year, and I think them storming home to win was a bit of a surprise at that point. But even then, I don't think anyone sort of thought that they would then fall to to ninth. Weird kind of season. Jadeja took over. And then you know, kind of relinquished the captaincy partway through the season. Doni back still is now still as the captain of uh, the the CSK it's sort of still that old guard there's uh, but you know Fleming Stephen Fleming obviously in ch- in charge but Ben Stokes the big massive money signing and and I mean a question for the for the group I guess before I get on to kind of why we, why they can win and all, all of those questions is 
what do we think Ben Stokes will actually his role will be because big signing to, always looks injured like all, you know but always seems to push through the pain barrier bowls when needed mm. it feels like he's going to be an important going to have to be an important player when I look through this lineup but he's got a big summer ahead in England what do you think his role's going to be? Well, look, I, I think it's really telling that, you know, Brendan McCullum almost straight after that Basin Reserve test match said he's going to go to the IPL. I've had a chat with, I think he had a round of golf with Stephen Fleming, didn't he? Um, the the yeah. day after that test match and, you know, said amongst other things, we talked about how we're going to look after Ben Stokes. Um, but I think obviously really wants him to go and play in that because I think McCullum believes from a cricketing perspective, going and playing in that tournament is, is something that can bring form and confidence and, and all the things that he really wants from that England cricket side. The role that Ben Stokes will play will be an interesting one. Let's not forget, he doesn't actually bowl a hell of a lot in white ball cricket for uh, for England, even through that T20 World Cup in Australia. He was used relatively sparingly. Um, I think, you know, when there is a, a moment in the game where he thinks he might be able to make an impact, except expect to maybe see him with the ball. Um, but I, I would I would imagine, you know, that, that he might bat somewhere near the top of the order. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, it was used very, very successfully with Joss Butler, I think, um, at the top of the order in, in some T20 cricket. So you might see you might see him play that role. You'll certainly see him, I think, in the top four yeah. um, of, of that of that lineup. And maybe he's going to bowl when when he's really needed to bowl. Um, and you're not going to be able to keep him out of the game in the field either. He's going to want to field in in those positions where he can impact the game. Yeah, I had I had I put Stokes in capital letters when I um when I looked at this team. I think he's just going to be a massive kind of catalyst to 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 win games for um for CSK. If if you look at that squad, I've looked at them, and if they didn't have Brent Stokes in there. I feel like it would be a significantly weaker squad. Mm-hmm. Just seeing his name in there makes it much stronger for me. Yeah, well, and I think when your point about the bowling, I mean, you know, in the like we we are no experts on the IPL, but you know, you, you sort of do your research to try and find out about the tournament and kind of get involved. And obviously, them going back to the cheap parks, like it's going to be significant. It sounds like they're all of the the talk out of the campus that they're going to be looking to spin again to be a, a really significant part. You know, you've got. The, the likes of Jadeja who's in there you've got Moe Nali who are going to be they, they, they sort of build their side around all these all-rounders mm. you know Sheik Thana's in the side there's Santner I, I think probably there'll only be a spot for one of those guys and yep. I, I always hope Mitch I, I've been saying for years when we do these previews I hope Santner goes somewhere else because it seems like his skill set with Jadeja just crosses over and yeah, I feel like it's going to be the same again you know but there's yeah there's a lot of Kiwi connections there but I think spin is going to play a, a big role for them. Do you think they're going to be very dependent on that? Like, I'm looking at their fast bowlers. There seems to be a little bit of a, maybe a less less artillery there. Mm, yeah, yeah, I think so. I think Chahar's going to be, you know, obviously pretty important for them as, as their seamer. But I would I would expect that they just go all out and spin, you know, whether it's... I mean, we, we, are we always, again, when we have these chats about Maui Nali, is like... How how is how much of a bowl you know is he going to part is he going to play with the ball or you know where is he going to fit into lineup so I think that's there's a lot of fascinating questions I have about CSK of you know where they're going to put all these players like you say Stokes whether Conway who I think when I look at this lineup is just an absolute lock you know should be in the side every every game but again if you have Moeen Ali if you have you know someone like Thikshana if you if you want to bring in you know the the baby Malinga you know, Patirana as well from Sri Lanka to kind of boost that seam attack that you don't really have. 
suddenly you're going, okay, well, you know, maybe we have to sacrifice Conway if we want to boost our bowling, which mm. looks like one of the weaker areas. So I, I don't know that it's all that weak, though. I mean, if you have a look at, if you're going to build your side around spin and your spin attack is Jadeja, Mo Ali and Tikshana, mm. that's a really, really good spin attack. Yeah, and now absolutely. you've got to get eight overs out of Shavim Dube, Tusha Despanda, Deepak Chahar and a little bit of maybe Ben Stokes. So you've only got to get eight overs out of those other four guys. Mm. So there are plenty of match-up specific options that Chennai have. I actually think that their batting is a little bit weaker. Um, if you have a look at their top four having to be Stokes, Conway, Rutraj, Gaikwad and Mo Ali with a little bit of Rayudu, maybe some Jadeja and then MS Dhoni at seven, that's not as strong a top seven as you've got in maybe some of the other sides in the competition even though that you've got Ben Stokes in there who could win you a game at any yeah. moment. I think the key word there is matchups, Paul D. And, you know, we talk about all those players. There's a, you know, there's a there's a chance that they go, do we need a little bit of seam and someone who's going to bash it and it's a Moen Ali day? Uh, do we need a little bit of spin? Uh, sorry, you know, the opposite, sorry, a mm. bit of seam and it's a Ben Stokes. He smashes it, might buy you a couple of overs. Mm. Um, who's going to keep wicket? You know, Devon Conway's a fantastic fielder as well as Gloveman. Doni's not going to play the whole tournament, you wouldn't have thought, from a from a fitness perspective. So there's, yeah. I think there's, it's lo another, it's another there's, lo yeah. there's lots of questions there around I think, it. Yeah. And, I, and I think when we look at the squads, I think you can kind of almost go, is this match-up or is this just auction? Um, and I think we've got to give credit, I think, to a lot of the analysis that goes around now, that a lot of the, the thought that's put into these squads that are going to be successful is probably around how they play home and away, um, and, and obviously we're back to playing you know at your home grounds it isn't that sort of uh, three or four venues mm. tournament this time round mm. um, so you know th they've built some of those squads and we talked about it last year they built their squad to play at home and then didn't get to do that for, yeah. for a couple of years so I, I think that's a factor as well just going back to your um, Dhoni comment there so take putting an injury aside how many games do you think he would play out of 14 10 10 it's a good line. We'll review that at the end. Make yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good. That's really a good thing to review. I mean, you, the the way you guys have talked about it is is at the moment. It's it's covered kind of all of those. You know, where I think it goes right for them is if that spin. If they get this balance of that spin right, and those three bowlers, you know, if they do get the most out of Moin Ali, if they do get the most out of Jadeja, who's I think just been one of the big winners in their uh, Indian contract list that came out today or yesterday. See, I can see you bursting to jump in. No, no, I'm not bursting to jump in. I'm nodding. I'm agreeing with you. Oh, that's, that makes a change. But that, that spin part, like, yeah, that's where it goes right for them. But I think you've also touched on the fact that I think they're very reliant. Where it goes wrong is they're very reliant on these overseas players. Mm -hmm. And I think if they don't hit, yep. I, I, I don't see that Indian core that... Aside from Jadeja. Yeah, a lot, a lot falls on Jadeja. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I think last year it showed that when when it all falls on him, you don't. We didn't see the didn't best see out of him. Mm. We didn't. We didn't yeah. see the best out of him. He was still batting lower down the order. Like I expected him last year to to you know maybe come up to four or like really take charge, but it never really happened. And and yeah. suddenly it felt mm. like the weight was all on his shoulders, and it, you just didn't get the best out of him at all. Yeah, they they really need to get something out of Rutaraj Gaikwad and and Batirayudu in that middle order to give Jadeja a license to go big at the end. And he can come off sometimes or sometimes not, but he needs other players to step up around him, and it can't all be down to he and Doni at the end. Well, guys, we'll do predictions at the end. I am going to call enough. Let's move on. We're 14 minutes in. We're one side um, into this uh, preview. Just a quick reminder, we have been nominated in the sports podcast group 
uh, awards for best cricket podcast in the world. Um, we're going to take that, I think. And that's the name of the that's the name of the award, right? So yeah. if you do have a moment, please do go and log on. Uh, perhaps maybe pause the podcast now. Go and get yourself a six pack of beer. Order a pizza because it's going to be a long one, I think, <laughs> as we get to the end of this. But go to sportspodcastgroup.com and cast a vote for the top order podcast and, and thanks for everyone who who has, who has actually voted, voted already because we've had a few people online contact us and say yeah voted for you so yeah really appreciate that awesome and, and look I, i've heard other podcasts shouting out the same thing so we just urge you you know even if you don't <laughs> like the podcast get your friends and family <laughs> dogs and cats anyone you can uh, with an email address to go and uh, go and vote for us let's move on and um, so let's take a little bit of a time check here we're 16 minutes into the podcast we're in team number two which is going to be the delhi capitals so uh, we'll stick a generous uh, six or seven minutes on the clock. And oh. Baldy, I think that's you, isn't it? That's heaps, heaps of time to talk about the Delhi Capitals. Um, what have I got written down here? So the big, the big name I've got written down here with a big line through the middle of it is Rishabh Punt, mm. right? So if you have a look at this side from top to bottom, Rishabh Punt would normally slot in at four in that cricket side and make it a very, very powerful top four with Prithvi Shaw, Warner, probably someone like Mitchell Marsh, and then you've got the all-rounders, Pandey, Patel, Yashdul. And, and then the bowlers. But without him, they've really only got, from what I can see, one backup wicketkeeper of any note, and that's Phil Salt. So he's he's going to have to play most games, you would think, which then creates some balance issues for them. Because if you've got Warner, who's the captain, is probably going to play most games, if not every game. Mitchell Marsh is a pretty good player in pretty good form, so you would think that he'd be in the team somewhere. You add Phil Salt into the mix, that's three out of the four or um, overseas players and then you've got to fit in Onrik Nokia, Rovman Powell, Riley Rousseau, Mustafa Zuraman and Lungi Ngidi somewhere into that lineup. Look, there's plenty of depth in that Delhi Capital side and that's where I've got down here where they can, you know, where they where it can all go right for them is they've got heaps of depth depth. So outside of their first eleven, I've got Powell, Riley Rousseau, the Fizz, Nagakoti, Safraz Khan, Lalit Yadav and Lungi Ngidi all outside their first my, my first choice to 11. So they've got plenty of opportunity there. They're, they're also really, really well coached. So their coaching setup is Ponting, Ajit Agakar, Shane Watson, maybe, maybe not. He's the reviews coach, is he? Uh, he, is, he, he has been instructed not to send any review messages out at all. In fact, he's not even allowed in the post-game reviews. Right. Um, <laughs> but he's all, pre, all pre-game stuff. Um, and then James Frogger hopes the Queenslander um, is there, is one of their bowling coaches. So, look, they've got plenty of to- coaching talent in there. Um, I, just, I just wonder how they're going to get the balance of their four overseas players right if they're going to have Warner Marsh and Phil Salt in their top three that only leaves one more spot yeah we talked about it a little bit last year the benefit of having you know and I think we made a comment the benefit of having an Indian keeper um, because it helps you get those guys in when you kind of reflect on that though I think there's a lot of explosive um you know, batters who bowl a bit, bowlers who um, bowlers who bat a bit. If I've got that the right way around, mm-hmm. Phil Salt, I think, is a chance to actually have a really good tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's he's actually looked pretty good in, mm-hmm. in some of his limited opportunities for yep. for England. Um, he kept really well, I thought, in the hundred last year. So I, I actually, as much as I'm going to make a pretty bold statement here. I think it's a like-for-like replacement. I, I think you're going to get a similar output out of a guy like Phil Salt as you would out of Rishabh Pant. Oh, there yeah. you go, I've you, said you, it. You're going to get 80 or 90%. Much, at a much higher price, though, yep. because he's an overseas player. So at, at what point do you reckon they subscribe to the theory that a wicketkeeper is just a backstop with gloves? Like, 
I think they've already subscribed to that, haven't they? Do you think they'll pick someone else to keep rather than Salt? I, I don't know. I think if they have, if they run into problems with their bowling, I mm. think that's if there's a likelihood that they might consider that, right? So they've got Mustafa Zurrahman and Lungi and Gidi sitting mm. there potentially on the bench. If you if you look at how they've got to structure that side, I want at least one of those in the side with Onrik Nokia uh, to go around Akshar and Kuldeep Yadav and Chitin Sakaria. That's that's the real struggle for me is how they're going to fit all of their bowling into their into their lineup. They've got plenty of they've got plenty of cattle there to use. It's just how they're going to get the best out of them. And in terms of playability, who are you going to you know pop pop down and watch on the old uh, on the old TV in the morning? Well, I've I've actually written down Mitchell Marsh because in the lead up to the last World Cup, Mitchell Marsh was the lone gun for Australia. He was playing every game. He was batting at three. He in this team now has got a huge mission because he now needs to be a leader in that batting lineup. It's not, you know, him and a bunch of other players. It's basically David Warner coming off um, a big elbow injury and age 35, who knows what we're going to get out of him. Are we going to get the same Warner that top scored for the Delhi yeah. Capitals last year and average yeah. 45? Or are we going to get, so, 20? So that's that's a real big question mark for me. What, what about the, the the baby elephant in the room? Rishabh Pant, how do they get past that loss? Well, I, I I think they've got to get a lot out of Phil Salt, I, and I think they will. But it's it's like you said, um, Raj. It, he comes at a high price because he's an overseas player, right? And that really messes with their ability to chop and change that overseas lineup to get an extra bowler in there. So yeah, that's going to be really really tricky to see how they do that. Ricky, and, Ricky Ponting's been talking up Prithvi Shaw a lot in, the, in this build up to this yeah. tournament. He, I mean, I mean, and I kind of, you know, I think we've said it before again, like. When when Ponting talks, you kind of listen. You know, he's sort of yep. he's kind of got that that aura about him, and he's been you know he's been yeah definitely. This is a big tournament for Prithvi. I've never seen him look better. I've never mm. seen him look better prepared. And scored you know, a ton of runs in the in the first class tournament last year as well. And I and I think this is a massive tournament for the Indian players. I know you know it always is, but this is like at the end of this tournament. There's obviously another you know another few months, but there's a home ODI World Cup. It's a different format, but a home World Cup for them. Like if you're ever going to be a draw card, mm-hmm. I feel like that's got to be one of the biggest. And Prithvi Shaw's found himself out of the reckoning for India for a little while now, mm-hmm. after being someone who was you know the golden yeah. the golden child for a little while. He, he's going to have to have a hell of a tournament though, because if you have a look at the like the names across the top of the order, that some of the Indian names in there, there's some pretty big names. So he's going to have to bash the door down. He and um, Akshar are the two local players yeah. that I'm looking to really stand up for this Delhi team if they're going to go ahead and and make playoffs awesome we're about on time um let's just look at some betting odds as well as we go through so we talked about csk they are eight to one so uh, i am going with the english way of recording odds rather than this ridiculous dollars thing um and then delhi caps uh seven to one so it is pretty close when we look at the when we look at the betting there's a couple of teams down the bottom that will come um come on to We'll move on to the next team, defending champions, the Gujarat Titans. They're betting with Bet365, other uh, sporting betting websites are available, um, is 11-2. to two. Uh, They are the favourites for the tournament. Um, so I picked, you know, these guys to have, have a chat through. Uh, we normally equitably divided this up two teams uh, each when it was an eight-team tournament. Now yeah. it's ten. It makes it a little bit more difficult mathematically. So I think, uh, Lippy, you've got nine. Uh, Bordy's got one. And me and Raj have done no prep. Um, but no, jokes aside, I, I've got the Titans. And I think 
it's really difficult when you kind of start to look through it because you're trying to find some of those talking points. And for me, I think that, you know, the balance of their side, they've got some awesome and really proven international T20 players over the age of 30. I, I include, um, you know, Kane in that, uh, Matthew Wade, David Miller, not quite 30 years old, but Captain Hardik Panya as well, who's obviously moved franchises um, and was phenomenal for them last year, wasn't he? Re- re- is, really is he was. playing though, Hardik? Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He's yeah. available, fit and available to play. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah, I mean, I think we should, you should almost start there because I feel like it was a big surprise that they won last year. I know when you know when we looked through their lineup, it was it was very much there's some talent here, but you know I don't know you know first year can they put it all together? But the way Hardik pulled all of that that together, mm. it was amazing last year, and and people seem people seem to lift being around him and, and the way he carried himself. Did so. Ridiman Saha play for Gujarat last year? Because I feel like Ridiman Saha had a really good year last year in the yeah. yeah, look, I've got that in my what might go wrong category, actually. So um, he opened the batting throughout the course. Of, they swapped keepers, I think, through the, mm. the through the through the, the, the tournament. Um, keeping wise, he's you know he's pretty pretty Spot pure, on. right? Um, but he, his strike rate was only 122. Um, so I kind of wonder whether that's enough at the top of the order, the way that that, that game's going. But um, you know he's got to be the man in possession of the gauntlets as you go into the tournament from last year. Um, you you would have thought, but yeah, that, that's probably one of the things I've got as as one of my little worries for 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 the Titans. Who are your overseas players in this lineup? Like you've got Kane, David Miller, Rashid Khan, Wade. Odian Smith, Noor Ahmed are the ones that I've got written down. Who do you think is the four that they'll take into most games? Yeah, so the, the, again, I think what, what I've kind of noted down here in terms of what you know what might go right, they've got a couple of exciting younger players in there. So I think um, Josh Little, uh, the I'd Irish, love to, he's, Irish. I'd love to see him get a go. Yeah, mm. and, and look, I think he will. He had a fantastic T20 World yep. Cup um, in Australia. I, I also think Noor Ahmed, left arm wrist spin mm. um, from Afghanistan, is there obviously with his you know his his fellow countryman Rashid Khan. So you know, unlikely that they both play together, but I think again over the course of this tournament. Um, I think you're going to see players come in and out and matchups and, and mm. rest and rotation. So I think that those are probably the two um, that you know I'm looking forward to, to see play a little bit. But I think you've got to say that if Kane gets going, um, if David Miller gets going, you know they're they're kind of locks really. And then I think you've got a little bit of flexibility across the, the way that they might um, they might pick their overseas players. The other thing that I've got as well, and this is going to be a, a little bit of a controversial one. Saw Rashid Khan in the big bash. A lot of teams just sat on him and went, mm. do you know what? We're going to take him for 24 or maybe 28 if we get a boundary because he bowls a bad ball, mm. but we're not going to go after him. We're just going to sit on him a little bit and, and we'll target someone else. So I, I just, again, I think probably some of the game plans that, that people have got against Rashid now, mm. not to say people have worked him out because I don't think they have, but I think they've worked out that they can't work him out. Um, <laughs> so, that, you know, that that's um, you know that's that, one of the things. That That's... You know, strategic element has actually worked for for yeah. in his favor, in his team's favor. Just you know, allowing others to get wickets as well, and and just having the pressure coming from one end. I actually have a question for you, Stu, and it's about um, Kane Williamson. Mm. So I guess at the Sunrisers, Hyderabad, you know, he was a lock, always picked. Do you think he has to prove something here, or is he uh, is he going to be a lock for uh, for the season? I don't know. I I think he, in some ways, I I think he does. Well, I don't think he has anything to prove, but I think a lot, he, you know, the general public, there was a, we've talked about it a lot. There's been a lot of feeling about the way he bats in a a T20 and he, he bats to try and win the game at the end, you know, be there at the end. And when that doesn't come off, it doesn't work. 
But I think actually this Gujarat side is perfectly built for someone like Kane to bat exactly the way he wants to bat because you've got David Miller, you've got Hardik Pandya, you know, you've got those guys in the middle that can just absolutely go bananas. And if Kane's there, at the, um, I, I do think that he has he should be, you know, you're talking about Saha, you know, Gil, Gil I think Williamson ha- needs to be in that, t- you know, if not opening in that top three at least mm-hmm. and, yeah. and kind of be in that mix and someone that does anchor that innings, I think they could have similar issues, if you want to call it an issue, that New Zealand sort of got in with Devin Conway and Williamson and that Gill and Williamson could become a similar-ish. Oh, I don't know. I, I, I reckon Gill can get on with it. I know he can get on with it and so can Devin Conway, but I don't, you know, Gill likes to, I think, bat the, the overs as mm. well. So, But if, yeah. you, if you have a look at that top seven, like that ideal top seven for Gujarat is Gill, Williamson, maybe Ridwan Sahar at three, Pandya, David Miller, Rahul Tawatia and Matthew Wade. Mm. Like they are the perfect people to bat around Kane Williamson because all, all of the rest of the top seven, other than maybe Sahar and Williamson, can go at 180 plus from a strike rate point of view. So they've got four guns ready to go and it's a case of making sure I think that Saha, if he's batting at 120 strike rate, as you said, and Williamson don't get stuck together. But Williamson in the World Cup final, 88 off, what, 45, 50 balls. He can get on with it, right? I think it's oh, just yeah. got to I mean, be the, you know, the right kind of format. And that was a few years ago. Now, I do think that when they you know, when they are thinking about the balance of that overseas lineup, and if they want to try and get Josh Little or someone into that, that lineup, you know, maybe that Williamson is the kind of person they start to think about. Yeah, he might you know, w- what can we do? Or it's Matthew Wade, and yeah, and or maybe... Matthew Wade keeps wicket, which gives them an extra, you know, almost an extra spot, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I, I do your point. I think there is a little bit to prove because if he comes back and and does really, really well in this tournament, there's going to be a lot of, yeah, a lot of a lot of all the stuff that everyone's been talking about for the last twelve months about Kane. A lot of that disappears very quickly when you perform well in an IPL. Mm. Yeah, and, and look, I've got Shubman Gill as my one to watch. Um, in the last ten games of cricket he's played across all formats, he's got a hundred in each format mm. um, within his last ten knocks and fifth leading run score in the IPL last year. So, um, yeah, I, I think step. he could. Uh, yeah, it's a good start. I thought you'd be pleased with that. <laughs> um, let's move on because we're again remarkably running almost on time here so we're going to move on to the kkr seventh in 2022 um this is another one that i've i think consistently picked and a little bit like you know if someone's ever been to rickerton um i've got to pick kkr as long as uh, dre russ is there lucky enough to have played a club cricket season with him he will always be my player to watch um, so any other bets uh, for KKR player to watch uh, not going to be he's paid been out. Still just going around the the T20 circuit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just been you know keeping his platinum status on every single airline, <laughs> um, and yeah, lo- loving his best Instagram life for you know for the last two or three years, and just every single video of him hitting a six in range hitting sounds like a bloody sniper <laughs> rifle it's it, it's something to behold it really is but l- low expectations for well, the kkr t- t- tell us what what can go right with this team because i've looked at the lines of betting too and i think these guys are very undervalued y- yeah so look what can go right it, it's good when my notes for what can go right start with low expectations <laughs> and outside of dre Russ, low on huge international stars but they do have some wily old characters. They've got uh, David Risa, they've got Yumesh Yadav, they've got Shakib, they've got Sunil Narine. And I think when you actually look at that, if they gel as a team, which I think, um, you know, they've got some players there. Um, and I think what's important for me is 
the way that you pick up overseas players now isn't just about getting the absolute big names. It's actually picking guys like Visa, like Shakib, like Nareen, like Dre Russ. Who, Southie and Lockie as well. Sa- I mean, Southie, Southie in Lockie. particular has got all of that experience. And, and who go into a franchise and build a culture. Um, so I, 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 I agree with you. I think that that combination and that fact that they'll probably be, you know, written off a little bit as a little bit of a dad's army, uh, I think could actually play in their favour. So that's, you know, that's what um, might go right for them. But conversely, I guess it's what might go wrong. You know, they've, they've, other than Dre Russ, they've not really got any great players. Um, and I think also probably their, you know, their Indian um, Indian contingent is a bit of a concern. Um, big loss, I think. Shreyas Iyer pulling out yep. of the tournament yeah, for them. That's a huge, yeah. um, huge. And 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 Chakravarti, I think, really, you know, going to be key with the ball for them as well. So that, that that's what I've probably got uh, written down across the across the KKR. Their bowling lineup's pretty solid. Like Jagadish and Shadul Thakur, Umesh Yadav, Saudi slash Lockie Ferguson. Bra- I've got those bracketed Lockie when available. Yeah. Saudi, you know. Uh, quite a good season underrated yeah. season for them last he's year good, he's good he's good t20 bowler but you know the, the question is with all of those other indian bowlers do you need out and out pace this is a massive um, massive iteration of the ipl for uh Shadul Thakur. he he, he mm-hmm. has been going the distance in a lot of games i'm yeah. um, speaking of emails the emails to return <laughs> the balls to the stadium yeah uh, when he's been bowling have, have been up there as well so uh, it's a big one for him for me how much do we think mccullum's departure plays on this I, I actually had a question on the on their coaching lineup so i i actually tried to rate all their coaching lineups sort of you know one through ten and there's a big unknown about Pundit as a coach. I don't know much about him. I don't know how much he's going to be able to bring those those big names together as a unit. I wonder if it's more of a Ronald McDonald facilitation role and it's actually Saudi and Russell and Narine and Shakib as the big, big name veteran players who actually do oh, most geez. of the coaching. I don't, I don't know that I'd have Shakib in my leadership group, but anyway. Yeah, I, he's played a lot of games. He cares. Yeah, I, he? I guess he does. I think you've got to look at it that, you know, th- this is a franchise, and, and look, a lot of the franchises are in a similar scenario. Mm. They are now an organisation that plays in a number of different tournaments mm. and they build a structure around that. So losing your head coach, if they've done what they should have done and they've worked with the director of cricket or player development or whatever fancy title you want to give the guy mm. that, <laughs> that doesn't wear the tracksuit and, you know, sits in the sponsors box and uh, with the lanyard on if they've got that right um in terms of that structure then the departure of your head coach shouldn't have that you know that bigger uh big an impact mm. that's not to the detriment of someone like mccullum who clearly builds culture in a group yeah but if he's done his job he's built that culture and just like a good yogurt it's multiplied and <laughs> gives good bacteria in your gut uh, wow. for years and years to come I didn't expect that analogy. did not expect a yogurt that- that is, a, that is a new analogy on this podcast. Well done. Well done. Um, off the top of my head as well. Um, anyway, let's move on. Um, so, uh, yeah, this confused the hell out of me in the Slack channel. So this is the look now, not the super giant? No, no, no they're not just regular giants. Not they just are regu- super giants. Not just regular giants. They're, yeah. they're, they're the super giants. Yeah, so, exactly. Um, betting for these guys, 15 to 2. Um, so what does that even mean? So is it's that, basically 50, right? seven, and a, seven and a half to 1. I thought you were good with yeah. your maths. Um, and the KKR are 11 to 1 as well. So... So um, they are the longest priced in the tournament, the KKR. You get your dollar back if you're betting in that 15 to 2 that, that mode. Is, so that is value, 50. I reckon. Value, value, value each you, way pick. There you, you bet, go. Bid on them and then you lay off later in this. Yep. In the, I, li- I like they're not just regular Giants. Uh, and I'll tell you for why. Do you talk about Giants? Kale Rahul and Quinton de Kock at the top of the order. He's quite short, isn't he, Quinton de Kock? He, but, he's, but he's a Giant in, in ability. 
He scored off a thousand runs in that game that South Africa played against. Who did they? Who they they, they just chased down two fifty nine against the West Indies. That's unbelievable. It? And he got his hundred, I think, if I'm right in saying, ten point four overs. He, he brought up his in that game. It, yeah. it was ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. So that's they're, they're the big they're the big names for um, for the Lucknow Super Giants, and then you've got. A reasonably good middle order, actually, to be fair. Nicholas Puran, Deepak Huda, who's come along nicely in the last two or three years um, and has really developed into a player of international quality. Uh, Marcus Stoinis, uh, the not-quite-so-fancy Krunal Pandya, smaller brother of Hardik Pandya, but still a very, very good cricketer. Um, <laughs> smaller brother, that's not often smaller. how you hear the, hear of uh, brothers and then, being... And then they've got a really... Have you got the stats for that? Is, no. he, is he genuinely is, smaller? Well, this it, any, anyone compared to Hardik Pandya is, is the smaller brother of... But look... I like their bowling lineup. Mark Wood, Amit Mishra, Avesh Khan, Unad Kat, and I hope I've pronounced that correctly, Krunal Pandya, and then some overs from Marcus Stoinis and a couple of others. That's a pretty good bowling lineup. I don't mind that bowling lineup. And then they've got lots and lots of international depth. They've got Kyle Mayers, they've got Daniel Sams, Romario Shepard, they've got Ravi Bishnoi, who's an Indian player who's all, who also is a very, very good bowler. So I think there's lots to like in their bowling lineup. I think it's whether or not they're four, five, six of Puran Huda and Stoinis comes off for them because Puran hasn't had a great IPL for a couple of years. Stoinis was good in the World Cup but hasn't reached 50 in like 27 um, white ball innings, something ridiculous like that. So he needs to have a really, really big tournament. So just um, you know, mentioning the bowlers there, Mark Wood is one of the overseas players. Mm-hmm. And I want to ask you this question generally about the English. Do, do you think that a guy like Wood or Jofra Archer are going to come into uh, are going to have limits that they would like them to to be kept to? Or or? Workload management yeah. styles. I don't think so. Don't think so? All out? Yeah, I, I think that I think that they're giving a lot of trust now to the the fact that they are open with the franchises. Um, I think the medical team for the ECB work very closely with the SNC coaches and the medical staff at these franchises. And, and I think also they give a, a, a massive amount of trust to the player as well to make those, those calls. And mm. you've got to think that Definitely Mark Wood um, wants to play, you know, in, in that Ashes series. And he knows that he's not going to play five games in that Ashes series. So yeah. I think he's going in there with, you know, if I'm, I'm likely to play maybe two, maybe three at a push in that Ashes series. If Joffre's fit, um, if Ollie Stone's fit as well, you know, they're going to rotate. Chris Wokes, I think, um, you know, from a, we won't go on to the test match piece, but yeah. I, I, I think that they, they'll have that mindset that they know they're not, going to need to be ready for a five test match summer mm. they're going to be need to be, need to be ready for a um, a three test match summer with that Ireland test match where they'll probably play some of those fringe guys like a, an Overton or someone like that he's 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 I one guy that I'm free really, right yeah I, he's one guy yeah. that I really want to watch in this team because if you have a look at their bowling attack he is a massive massive point of difference and look He's got a great bowling coach. Like, if you have a look at the coaching the coaching lineup for look now, Andy Flower, Galtam Gambier, Mornay Morkel, and John T. Rhodes. That's a pretty good, like, bowling coach, batting coach, fielding coach lineup. Um, I think they'll get the most out of that talent. And but I, I really want to see Mark Wood unleashed um, on some of these, on some of these. Um, is he your is he your game breaker? The one you're staying up for? With the ball, he is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Quinton de Kock with the bat and um, and Kale Rahul at the top of the order. Kale Rahul needs to have a big season because he's up against Gill, Darwan, um, Guy Quad, Prithvi Shaw, Rohit, Ishan Kishan. Like he's, he, yeah, he's Virat up against Coley. Uh, against who's that? He's a better, I think. Yeah. 
Mm. Um, scored a hundred the other day. Like he's up against it to get to that to that fifty over World Cup squad, and the only way he does it is by is by getting his team into the playoffs and and scoring at a reasonable clip because he's been criticised for not scoring fast enough. Well, that's what I was going to say. You've talked about this team for five minutes. We can summarise <laughs> this team by saying that basically this team is going to play. Kyle Rahul is going to score a truckload of runs. Yes, and and everyone in the whole. And everyone on social media is just going to be complaining about a strike rate for yeah. the whole tournament. That, that's that's the coverage of luck now that we'll Correct. get for the, for yes. the entire Kale tournament. Kale Rahul will score 500 runs at, an, at a strike rate of 130, yeah. and he will be the most pilliard of the 10 openers that we've just talked about. Yeah. Cool. Summarised. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Next. So we're, we're at the 40-minute mark. It's time for a musical interlude, isn't it? So we're, we're going to move on to the Mumbai Indians. Someone's going to do the song, aren't they? No, they're not. No? We are not. We are not. No. I take it that you've got the Mumbai Indians, Gordy. The yep, Sunrises is the musical interlude. You, and you've got the Sunrises, don't you? I do. But you, well, you well, have to the, the Sunrises have got the song. Well, they've wow. both got the song. Right. Sunrises have got the song, but I don't know what they're going to do now with Kane uh, With Kane moving franchises. Kane was Did he leave his guitar, maybe? I don't know. don't know. Anyway, Mumbai. Back to Mumbai, Baldy. Right, Mumbai Indians. Well, Mumbai Indians are chock full of talent. Odd numbered year. At the, yeah, good. Auspicious year for the Mumbai Indians. Disappointing last year. When they finished 10th? In the, in yeah, the, they, they in the got the wooden spoon. Stone, motherless last in the IPL last year. What happened this year, though? They'll be a much, much better cricket side. Seven to one in the betting. Seven to one in, in a in a group of four teams at seven to one. Oh, nice. Seven to one. Yeah, yeah I feel like that's short. Anyway, continue. So value, perhaps. No, short. Short. Not, Do you I think, think that I they're... think they're coming down the bottom somewhere. Really? But anyway, anyway you, you can. Well, that could be an interesting discussion after the yeah, fact. Stealing yeah. all your thunderbolts. Yeah, <laughs> we'll step back now. Top four, Rohit, Ishan Kishan. Uh, did I pronounce it correctly? Ishan Kishan? Yes. Yeah, yep. okay, cool. Uh, Surakumi Yadav, uh, Varma, and then Brevis, David, Cam Green, and some bowlers. It's quite a lot of firepower. Quite a lot of firepower in that top seven, Definitely right? pronounced Cam Green, right? You were I, there. I believe Cam I've got... Green, mate. Yeah, nah, Cam. I've got him correct. Okay, so... Plenty of firepower in that top four, all Indian top four, which is huge because it means that they can spend their overseas resources on some combination of Brevis and David and Green in that middle order um, while still having room for Jofra to go with Jasprit Bumrah. So they've got probably Bumrah's, the best... Bumrah's not done. Is he done? Yeah, no, no at the tournament. At the oh, tournament. well, that sucks for them. Okay, so then... <laughs> they're, okay. Late scratching. Right. Well, not so, quite so late. He hasn't been playing for quite a while. Well, I thought he was going to be ready. I thought he was going to be back. Nah, okay, no. so... This is what happens when you get your list from ChatGPT, mate. <laughs> it's, it's, it's out of date. It's out of date. Well, okay, so that Three makes... Three years it, out of date. That makes it really interesting, right? Okay, so now I have that piece of intelligence. It You're means chat that... GTP. Fantastic. Carry on. <laughs> The audio listeners are missing some great visuals from Bully here. Right. Okay. So now they've got a problem, right? Because DeWalt Brevis, uh, Tim David and Cameron and Cameron Green, they can only play two of them. They've paid Cameron Green about £45 million, so they have to play him. They they probably have to play Tim David, which means DeWalt Brevis probably misses out, or they do a horses for courses approach, because Joffre Archer, you would think, would play most games. And now they have to find a fast bowler, to replace Bumrah. So that's someone like Jai Richardson or, or maybe Jason Berendorf. I'd be playing Jai Richardson because he's a much, much better bowler. Um, <laughs> that's usually a good reason to play someone. Yeah. Um, but they're going to have to get some overs out of the rest of that lineup. So they've got Puyash Chola, Ashad Khan, Jai Richardson, and Archer. That's four. Now you've got to get overs out of 
Cameron Green effectively or some kind of combination of whoever bats five and six, which is a bit of a problem. And, and, and that's one concern. But another concern I have for, for Mumbai is, you know, like Rohit Sharma, he's a class, class batsman, but he has been struggling mm-hmm. uh, of late in the last edition of the IPL. It wasn't great for him. Yeah. Surya Kumar Yadav looks like he's forgotten how to bat in the last month. Hattrick. Um, well, he can't be, he can't oh, be out of form. He hasn't faced enough balls. <laughs> he's definitely out of form. He's he just hasn't faced enough balls to be out of form. He's got three golden... Uh, anyway, but look... It's happened to the best of us. Yep, that happened in the one-day game. You know, the one-day game is so different now to the 2020 game. Maybe it'll be different for him. But those two are massive for them, and they weren't all... Especially Rohit yep. wasn't on last year. Fair. And they ended up with the, the wooden spoon. And now And now they have the opposite... At the opposite end of, end of the, the game, if you will, they have bowling issues as well mm-hmm. yeah that's the problem with that top four for me is none of them turn their arm over that would be very very useful if you could get yeah a couple of overs a dirty off spin out of someone correct yeah that that is that is a bit of a challenge in that yeah those top four don't really bowl which means you've got to get something out of five and six who's who's your your game breaker well that anyone in the top four i i actually think that ishan kishan could be could be the one to stand up um, we know that we know what Rohit can do. Is he going to do it? Who knows? We know what Surya Kumar Yadav can do. Ishan Kishan and Tilak Varma are the two that I really want to see step up and perform consistently for Mumbai to climb off the bottom of the table and challenge for the top four. Varma um, was a fun find last year. Wasn't he? he was. He. I think he's a, a bad he's year. A really, really good talent. Yeah. Um, he's got. A, he's got a lot to prove that he, you know that he doesn't have a you know a sophomore slump. What, um, um, what what role do you see Tim David playing? Is it that closer role again? I think I so. Just nerdly around, won't it? I think it's I think it's really hard for for, for Mumbai now because without Bumrah, they need another international bowler to come in to balance mm. that bowling attack. So they're going to have to choose between Deval Brevis and Tim David. I think they choose Tim David because he's a. I think at this point he's a better cricketer. He's a better cricketer. Um, but then they have to find an uh, an all rounder at five or an all rounder at six or whatever. So yeah. so that's going to be the challenge. Is that Tim David doesn't really bowl. None of the top four really bowl. So they've got five players out of their out of their unit that that don't bowl. And very they've much. got Jofra who. I would love to see him have an awesome season, but you know it's, he's had his own injury troubles for yeah, a long, long time. He's looked pretty. He's looked pretty good. He conditioning yeah. wise, touch wood. I, I hope so. This, I hope yeah. so. I really great. hope that he has a injury free tournament. It'd be oh, great yeah. to see him. Yeah. Oh, he's. It would be incredible to watch him. And he bowled rapid in that uh, in that recent England series as well. Yep. Got the speed gone up. Uh, what about the coaching stuff, board? Do you not mention that? <laughs> I haven't mentioned the coaching stuff. Let me they, go. They, to they the got a new chef. Body. A new yeah. chef. A new yoga coach, maybe. No, mindfulness. Okay. No, but but friends of the podcast in the Mumbai Indians coaching pretty good, staff. You put a pretty good team together with the uh, yep. coaches there. Boucher, Pollard, friend of the podcast, Shane Bond, and also friend of the podcast, James Pammett. So they've got some credentials in terms of their in terms of their coaching setup and also friendly uh, friendly to the podcast. So I think they've got one of the better coaching staffs, to be fair, that Mumbai Indians. And they're always well organised. You know, they'll, they'll always find someone. Someone will, will emerge from their group of 20 luck players who performs well for them throughout the season yeah. and earns himself a big contract. Uh, Mahalis still involved? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So he's there as well. On my list. Yeah. Yep. So, so I know this is, you know, something you don't want to sort of say these things, you know, out of step or ahead of time. Mm. Is this the, 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 if they don't go well this season, is this kind of the end of the uh, Mumbai Indians dynasty, if you will, in, in IPL? Well, I think they've, that, I mean, they've lost a lot of the players that formed that dynasty, right? So that a lot of the players that were part of that Mumbai dynasty have either retired or moved on to other franchises. So it has been broken up kind of circular, you know, Bulls 1994, 95, Bulls 1999. They've broken up the big, um, the big group that was so successful for them. But they've got, they've got good players in there. 
they just have to get the best out of them. If Rohit, if Sky, if Kishan, if David or Green has an inconsistent season, then they're going to end up at the bottom of the table. But if they all perform well, then they could be a top four side. And to, just to continue with you, that um, analogy, which one of the squad is Rodman? Um, well, I'm just trying to think of the. I, I don't. I, I don't actually want to answer that question because so pop, pop it. Pop it in the comments or drop us an email at the, the toporderpodcast.com. Yeah, which the, Mumbai the, Indians player is most likely most like Dennis Rodman? Well, the, the, the biggest question is is who's going to be the guy who steps up in the absence of Michael Jordan, which would be all all eyes on Cameron Green. Now he's a big play player. He's earning three million dollars, I think, if if, if memory serves. He's going to have to be, at the age of 22, 23, whatever he is now, a really big, important cog in that wheel for, for them. With bat and ball, he's got to do the business with the ball, and I don't think we've seen the best of him yet uh, from a white ball bowling perspective. So there's there's lots of payment on potential there for Cameron Green. Let's see what he does. Awesome. Let's move on. Uh, so we've now got the Punjab Kings. Um, we do. Next, is this back to you, Stu? Back to me, yep, yep. Another sort of middling side. I seem to have accumulated a few sides that... Yeah, had pretty average seasons last year. Side that, you know, finished sixth. I think they sort of won seven, lost seven. Never real like, ne- you know, were on the fringes of the playoffs all year, but never really looked like a true contender. Lost Johnny Bairstow. He's not playing for the, you know, for the tournament. Bringing in Matthew Short, who is someone who didn't watch the BBL. I don't know. Is, do you, is he going to be a big player? Is that actually like... You know, you guys talked about Salt before being someone who, you know, it wasn't on the radar before. Short coming in, is he someone that can just come in and, and straight away hit the ground? Well, I, I, I question whether or not he's going to play all that much because if you have a look at the, the guys who are locked in, I would imagine Rabada's locked in from a bowling perspective. Sam Curran, likewise. Liam Livingston, that makes three. Mm. So you're, you're looking at Nathan Ellis, who's a specialist death bowler, um, Raja Paksa from Sri Lanka, um, or who was Matthew good last year. Who, who was who was good, um, or Matthew Short. So there's no guarantee. I think that Matthew Short plays in this side, and it really depends on how much batting they need. I've got some questions around who bats at the top of the order for them alongside Shikadawan. Liam Livingston's probably best at number four. You would think even somewhere maybe, around there. maybe even five six. To yeah. be honest. So so there is a question really around who bats at the top of the order for that side, um, and so maybe Short does get a go from that point of view but yeah YJB being out for this team is a huge out because he naturally slots in at the top of the order he's a great foil for Darwin left right handed um, keeps wicket does all the right things red headed fella yeah <laughs> I, 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 I don't want to speak ill of, of short but he's not he's not a like for like for, for Basto oh 100% uh, in, he, has, he has been playing well in the Australian um, big bash he was top run scorer I think he's been doing well in the shield and stuff so he does come in with form but yeah. he's not the proven international sensation that is John yeah Bester. and look not the forum for it but there is a big gap now as well between I think the IPL and, and, the, and the big bash you probably would have said it was the second best franchise tournament I, I don't think it is anymore I, mm. I think it's been diminished by salary cap and availability availability and, uh, yeah, yeah availability I also space. think the, the, just the swap or the you know the reverse conditions of Australia versus India is actually quite important as well yep. you haven't seen Matthew Short in the subcontinent no yeah. we haven't yeah it's a good point and, and I think all the things you touched on there are probably where I think it goes wrong for them I, I don't I, I have big concerns about this batting it feels very light It feel it feels light in the sense that you know, you've got players like Darwin, Livingston, Rajapaksa, you know, all these guys. I think they'll put in enough strong performances to 
kind of have a middling season again. Like they'll mm, probably yeah. win, you know, six or seven games, but never really. You think it's going like, to be that many? Well, you know, I like yeah. I I think they've got players in there like that will win enough games. Probably more on their bowling side. Mm. You look at that bowling lineup: it's Rabada, Ashdeep, Sam Curran, who, you know, star of the T Twenty World Cup final, obviously. Yeah. You know, he's someone who could they they could say he's also a top four batter in the IPL. I think. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I have him in the top four. He's someone they could throw up the top of the order and, and really give that you know boost that lineup depth. From a sort of checkpoint stance, you can see these guys getting to eighty off ten, and then one of those. Liam Livingston coming off and getting you know 120 off the last 10. Yep. So they can they can put up that 200 score, but probably not as consistent. consistently. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. That is, that's pretty much exactly right. And you know, the you went through all of the um, all of the overseas players. The one I would love to watch is Sikandar Raza, who you didn't mention because again, you know, all these sort of stars of the T20 World Cup that played in the you know the lesser nations that he was fantastic. And he, he was someone who seemed to rise in those big moments. And I kind of feel like, you know, he's obviously just um, been in the um, PSL and delivered in, in that tournament. I hope they pick him. I, I, would, I just can't see how I, they I can. Think, I think he would rise in this this tournament and he gives you a bit of all-round quality. Mm. Yeah, you know, again, I don't know where I, they slot him I don't know how they in. get him in. I don't know, honestly, without, like, you have to leave one of Curran, Livingston, Rabada, or, like, short... Um, Rajapaksa or Ellis out like it's, he's got a lot of competition for that last spot effectively in that team yeah, I, which is a shame I haven't heard anyone mention mention uh, Sam Curran is this when he sort of reincarnates Jacques Callis Binksy <laughs> uh, look I think that that ship's probably sailed and I'll probably admit that now he's, he, I don't think he's going to have a 10,000 run test career um, but look he, he had a fantastic uh, World Cup in Australia um, and I, 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 I still think he has the potential to be a better batter than bowler um, in international cricket and even franchise cricket. So mm-hmm. um, he was given a bit more responsibility with the bat last year. I think we'll see that continue this year as well. In all seriousness, he, 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 I expect him to be the best bowler and up there with the bat in this team mm-hmm. uh, to control it. So I think he's going to uh, get lots of opportunities. He's a good addition. And, for and, him. and that's a big call. I think you're expecting him to be the big bowler. Bo- like to, that's high praise when it's a team with. Uh, you know, uh, Kagiso Rabada and Ashdeep Singh, who I think has yeah. you know had an awesome. Yeah, awesome really looking forward to seeing him bowling. Yeah, this IPR. he's a he's a fun bowler to watch. So even though he only even though he doesn't bowl spin, he's still quite fun to watch. <laughs> there you go. Look on that revelation. I think it's time to move on. Lippy likes a, a, a bowling type other than off spin, uh, but the Punjab Kings ten to one in the betting. So uh, down the bottom, probably fair with the KKR and the Sunrisers, who will will come on to. Um, Let's move on to Rajasthan Royals. So, uh, of course, inaugural IPL champions way back in, what was it, 2003 or something like that? Eight? Eight. 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 Yeah, eight. I've, I've got, I'm, I'm a few years off. Um, second last year, 2022, uh, at Bet365, they are seven to one. Um I've got what goes right is that their batting just looks amazing. Uh, Sampson, Butler, Hetmeyer, Root, Padakal, Jaiswal. Not sure on the seaming is what I've got. Um, So, you know, I can see a situation where um, their seam attack does go, and we've said it before, uh, does go air miles. I think obviously uh, good, you know, good pickup last year with Trent Bolt. Um, But I think, you know, people will try and line up um, Obed McCoy and, and potentially even Jason Holder, although you know he is a, a proven international 
um, player. But I think their spinning, again, looks really, really good with Zampa, Chahalan, and Ashwin. Um, so again, it's going to be how do they fit? Um, I think they're, you know, they're overseas players in particular. If they can unlock the secret to keeping those runs down uh, when when they're bowling, keeping the opposition's runs down, they're almost unbeatable. They're, 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 their batting lineup is absolutely incredible. Mm. Joe, Joe Root. Uh, yeah, that's the name that, I had that, that I wanted to ask very, about. Yeah. Ask the question, Baldy. No, you ask the question, Raj. <laughs> uh, Raj, can you ask a question about oh, thank Joe Thank you. Root? I'm glad you asked that. Um, <laughs> Joe, Joe Root, where do you think he fits into this this lineup? Obviously, been out of the IPL for a number of years yeah. now, mm. um, and the you know sort of 2020 setup even in, for England. So, where does he fit in this, uh, uh, Binksy? Uh, look, I think he fits in their best batting lineup. Um, I, I think he's in there ahead of, um, from an overseas perspective, he's in there ahead of Hetmeyer for me. Um, it, you know, in that pantheon of uh, of batting that they've they've, they've absolutely got. I think you've only got to look at the way that he's approached his test cricket. I think um, really understands his game very, very well. He's got some trick shots now as well. And I think, to be honest, he's always um, he's always had those. Um, and, and look, I, I think it, it, it's a little bit harsh that a guy that's averaging 35 in T20 international cricket, a strike rate of 126, is playing in his, you know, his first IPL. Um, it, it, it's absolutely ridiculous for me mm. that... Um, and look, first IPL. I, I think it's wow. his first IPL, and and I think obviously he, he didn't go into the auction when he was England captain. So you know there's some there's some mitigation there, but th- there's no reason for me that he he can't go and score in the kind of strike rate that you would expect of of a, an international player of his undoubted quality. I, I look, I, I just I want to watch him bat. I really do. Mm. Um, I think I think he could potentially be one of the best players in this tournament well, the, the exciting thing for me about him is we saw it in the in the test series uh, down here when he was here he's literally got a 360 game play, yeah. one, mm-hmm. one of the best best 360 games that, that that's going around and they're just not going to have enough fielders uh, to, to, to slow him down I, I think he also plays spin really well yeah. which yep. is a which is a really really big factor so I think uh, I, I, look I've got to say he's on my list of who I want to watch I also want to watch Ashwin because you just never know what he's going to do next so <laughs> Um, we'll, we'll come on to the rule changes, but you know Ashwin will you know certainly have studied the rule, but with forensic mm-hmm. detail, and we'll, we'll find uh, an anomaly there that he can exploit, no doubt. Binksy, who's in your who's in your sort of best eleven bowling attack for these guys? Because they've got Ashwin, they've got Holder, they've got Chahal, they've got Navdeep Saini, Trent Bolt, and Prasad Krishna, and McCoy, Krishna's and Krishna's Krishna's out. Krishna's out. Okay, Chat okay. GPT letting you down again. Well, Wikipedia's let me down in terms of the squad names here, because if he's out, then that makes it a little bit easier. But you've still got McCoy, you've still got Zampa. Who's in your first choice bowling attack? Uh, look, that, that's a really good question. I definitely think Bolt's in my first choice bowling attack. I think Agreed. Ashwin's in my first choice bowling attack. I then think I'm essentially taking one of Zampa or Chahal. Yep. Um, and then I, I think they'll alternate potentially Holder and McCoy from yep. a matchups perspective. Can I have a go at answering that question? I actually think it almost doesn't matter. Like it, it's one of those ones where they can interchange players and not lose too much in terms of skill. With the, actually, with that, with that, very with deep. That, yeah. I, I agree. I think, horses, the depth in that, I think that depth in that bowling attack is really you, something to you like. You mentioned the rule changes that we haven't really touched on and just, the subs, you know, impact sub or impact player, or whatever it's called, that had, we've seen this, you know, it was the KFC Zingenator in the big bus, yeah, wasn't it? We've yeah. seen this iteration of, you know, a sub, essentially a, a substitute. Yeah. In you know, lots of different. It's been in international cricket. It's it's been in, um, you know, all these franchise tournaments around the world. 
It's, in the, it's, like in, the third, it's in the third grade of Auckland club cricket as well. You name twelve. There you go. Yeah. There you go. A team like this, I think, actually can benefit from that yeah. because they can put guys. You know, like like they could, they could bowl, they could bowl Trent Bolt up front for a couple of overs and then bring on Obed McCoy or something to, you know, bowl at the death or like that. Like you said, there are so many interchangeable players that they can mix and match and stuff. I I, I think that for, it suits my, someone like this. Forgive my ignorance, Stu, but are there any riders around how you use your replacement? Like in the Big Bash, they couldn't have batted and they could have bowled but only one over. Are there any kind of caveats or riders around how you use your replacement in the IPL or is it just one player you hell for leather, just do what you want? No, I believe it's the same thing. You know, yeah. like you can't, I don't think that Trent Bolt can bowl four and then you bring in Obed McCoy to bowl another four at the death. Right. I don't think it's like that. I'm pretty sure it's the same sort of setup as, as before. Mm-hmm. You cannot have more than four overseas players in your lineup. So obviously if they wanted to replace an overseas player, they can replace them with another overseas player, but you can't, you know, bring in an overseas player and end up having five overseas yeah, yeah, players, yeah. And, yep. you know, all of that kind of stuff. Yep. So, you know, there's still all of the, the core rules still apply, but yeah, I think the why I think, you know, the the depth and the, the balance of the squad, and we, we talked them up big time last year, and for some reason I think their odds last year were very, very low, and, you know, I, I, you look at this lineup again, and, you, well, I, I look at them and think, I love this cricket, they, they've got to be right up there yeah. near the top, is, and, and less things, like, where can it go wrong for them? Yeah, I, I think that I haven't got anything written down to be honest for, for where it can go wrong. I think I think the only you know the only thing is really getting the matchups right from a seeming perspective, mm. making sure someone like Holder doesn't get lined up and and, and go for air miles. Um, I think probably the biggest thing is going to be how they keep everybody in their roster motivated and um, you know ready to play because mm. I think you know they're clearly going to have a best eleven in mind. Um, so it, it's probably how do they engage if it is you know Shimron Hetmeyer who kind of misses out from an overseas batting perspective you know we, we know he's had some sort of disciplinary issues and you know my bat my ball issues previously <laughs> whether or not they can keep him yeah keep him motivated mm-hmm. um, but yeah seven to one I think um, yeah that those are yeah that, that, those are probably where the odds uh, deserve to be for, for for the Royals whilst we're on the rules I think the other major rule change is two team sheets at the toss so you can have um, a team sheet for when you bat first and one when you bowl first presumably you can just have the same one for both um, <laughs> and keep it really really simple and um, do we think that that's going to have an impact too much on the on the tournament or you know again is it a little bit like the the baconator and the zinganator and all just a bit of a, a bit of a what's the word novelty well, I was going to say, yeah, we can say novelty. Um, I, I I think it can. I mean, I don't know. Naming, yeah, if you can, if you know you're batting first or know you're bowling first, I think that's pretty significant on how you how you set up your side and um whether again, I think it's a it benefits squads that have good depth and and good area. You know, they have all their bases covered mm. because if you cover all your bases, then no matter what you're doing on the in terms of the game scenario you can use all of the tools that you have and if you if you're very strong if you you know if you don't have good spinners and you're batting second you obviously can't you know you can't change your side to, to suit that i think it's also around you know whether you know first innings is in, in the daytime and the second innings is at yeah, night yeah. Mm. Uh, that, you know we've seen with, with, it was rubble chaha with, with the jew coming yeah, yeah. It was Chaha, Deepak yeah. Chaha. It was just swinging around corners yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, at night time. So, yeah, I think that makes a difference, I guess. But. Mm. I think that I think the dew will play a bit of a factor in, in who you might want to pick in your bowling lineup. Maybe if it swings a little bit more at night time or whatever, you might pick a, a swing bowler as opposed to a death bowler or a spinner or something like that. 
I think it will affect bowling lineups more than batting lineups. Absolutely. For Virat Kohli fans, we've reached that stage of the podcast. Raj, Excellent. I can tell, is getting excited just sitting next to me here uh, to talk about the RCB. I feel like I feel like every time I talk about RCB, it's like, oh, here we go again. You know, they're a great <laughs> side, but I'm telling you, you cannot sleep on these guys ever. They've got such a star-studded lineup. I think that what have they gone? They've gone fourth, third, third in the last three years, and that's without Virat Kohli on the team. It seems because he hasn't been scoring any runs, but he has been there, but just not scoring any runs. I just think they're packed with superstars. You can't sleep on them, guys. What do you think? I completely agree. I completely agree. They've got such superpower at the top four, five. Do you want to read some names out? We'll tell well, you who's at the tournament. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> but, well, it's good. It's a great question. Is, so, are Willie and Topley playing? Yeah, yeah. Yes. I, okay. I, I think they're all right. Hazelwood is out for half of it, but I think he's going to be fit for the other half, if I'm correct there. Which, which half's he fit for? Uh, the second half. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's news to me. Did you know that one? I, d- I didn't know that I think that he's either. still recovering from some kind of strain. Okay, so it's very likely he does just turn up for the start of the season Could as well. be, yeah, okay. yeah. I've got no mail that's been accurate so far, so why <laughs> yeah. would I have accurate mail on, on whether or not Josh Hazelwood's fit to play? Look, that's that, that's the stuff that I can talk about that's going to go right for them. They've got a great team. If, if half of them come off, they go a long way to winning every game they play. But the issue is that it could all very much go wrong, like it has over the last few years, where they just haven't come close to winning it. Um, really, had, 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 had they got to the final... Once maybe, I don't. I don't think so. Well, really? yeah. They the thing is that they yeah they they're always in with a chance and they always feel like a side that everyone's getting behind and then yeah just it, it doesn't happen for them. Well, where I think it could go wrong is I think that they're going to struggle. You know when we've talked about Rajasthan, yeah. right? They've got interchangeable bits everywhere. I think that RCB are going to struggle to nail down what their best 11 looks like mm-hmm. I mean you look at their overseas players you've got Faf who's the captain must play pretty much yep. Hasaranga must play I pretty much so. yep. Josh Hazelwood if he's available must play pretty much and that leaves Maxwell Glenn Maxwell is he Probably a must, must play? play I don't know They're, I'm going to come to the hot take at the end of this on, on Glenn Maxwell but okay. then you've got Finnell and you've got Michael Bracewell who are probably in the unlucky category mm-hmm. probably probably won't get on the field and then you've got the complications Reese Topley uh, David uh, Willie as well great white ball bowlers how do you leave them out of the side as well? It's, it's, I think they're going to struggle to nail down that, that best 11. And it's not so much going to be horses for courses for them. It's just going to be who is, who is who's in form, who's taking wickets, who's scoring runs. Mm. Um, and I think they're just going to struggle yeah. nailing that down. Yeah, really interesting to have two overseas left arm seam options, isn't it? You, you would think. Because only one of them is going to play, right? So, yeah, that's it. And you've got to think one of them will play. Otherwise, it's a really weird who, set of selections to have two who, guys who you, that might not leave, play. Who do you leave That's out? The who do you leave out? Yeah. And um, yeah, I just—I well, I think their challenge when I looked at that side was I—I I don't see the Indian core. You know, like that—that that, I think they're very reliant on those overseas players and 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 Virat and you know, as we said, he's had awesome IPLs and he's had some very down IPLs. So you know. What, mm. what are we going to see? He looks, inc- like I said it uh, maybe a last podcast, a couple of podcasts ago, he looks really happy. Like he looks like a guy who's, I, I don't know, kind of in a good space and, and you know, ready to have an awesome IPL. And th- that changes their that changes their landscape completely. Yeah, I completely agree. And, and you're right about that Indian contingent. It's kind of, I think we've talked about this before with, with RCB, that 5-6 and the closer role, who, who's that going to be that sort of fifth sixth bowling option mm. who's that going to be mm-hmm, yeah. um, and that, that that's another place that they struggle but 
hopefully these superstars they do have that are local and their overseas players are going to propel them to winning this tournament. Can I ask you a question, Raj? Yes. What do you think RCB are going to get out of Dinesh Kartik this year? Because I feel like he really overachieved last year compared to sort of the years gone past. He was awesome for them last Look, year. If I'm completely honest, they're getting a keeper. Right, he, he 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 is the keeper that they need in their team. <laughs> yep. And last year he fit into that five-six role, closing down innings. Yep. There's no reason he can't do it again. He's yep. at home in familiar conditions. Why not? Have Why you got not? a hot take about? <laughs> you've got a hot. I've got a hot take. You've got a hot take about. And I want to know who you want right. to watch as well. And it can't yeah. be Coley. No, okay, oh, okay. We'll start with the what we're going to watch first. Uh, it's kind of probably I'm probably cheating, but. What I would stay up to watch is actually RCB's batting. All the way down, they've collectively got incredible strength. Faf, Virat, the big show, uh, and you know Finn Allen or, or Michael Brace will get a go. Just watching those guys all bat will be something I stay up to watch. Mm. Hot take here. Um, this, is, this could be very controversial. I think that RCB would win more matches if they played Bracewell instead of Glenn Maxwell. I love it. I don't agree, but I love it. That is my hot take. And I, my, my evidence here is if you take Glenn Maxwell's IPL career with the bat and the ball, average that out, Michael Bracewell can be more valuable to this particular team when it comes to winning games. He averages 10 with the ball across 16 matches, and he averages seven runs less with the bat. I think that Michael Bracewell is more valuable to this team than Glenn Maxwell. I hope he proves me wrong. Uh, yeah. Glenn Maxwell that is not Michael Bracewell <laughs> well the, the challenge for Glenn Maxwell is he's coming off a horrendous leg injury as well so we don't actually know what sort of form he's in or what sort of fitness he's in I've got no mail about whether or not he'll play I'll be wrong whatever I say um, but that is a concern we're nearly at the end boys we've just got <laughs> one more team and predictions to go just a lazy one minute uh, one hour nine minutes uh, in um, if you're still with us do remember to go to the sports podcast group um Com and vote for us for Cricket Podcast of the Year. But we're going to move on to our final team, uh, another team with a song. Uh, it's the Sunrisers. We Lippy, back to your thing. Sunrisers. Yeah, we're, fantastic. We're, we're, we're fantastic edit, we're edit, stuff. Right, yeah. Fantastic uh, stuff. Uh, That's going to get done on the copyright, isn't it, if you've I, sung it in tune? Uh, yeah, well, definitely. He hasn't sung, sung it in tune. tune so don't worry about that. That's not a problem. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, that's, I mean, that's the biggest question for me. No, like I said it before, Kane not being there, does, you know, does he take the right? with him when he moves to Gujarat Aidan Makram and Phillips were singing that song with him so maybe you know maybe that it depends maybe who left the backing track yeah. well, he gets well, the instrumental it depends who's written the, written the lyrics because they're the ones you know on the on the credits whoever's credited with the lyrics gets to gets to keep the rights to that song but anyway very, any, any cricket should, notes should, should, yeah, any, any cricket notes that, a young side very young side last year and, and somewhat and a team that we thought were going to struggle and I think actually at the start of the season really exceeded expectations were a side that people were going wow sunrise is a you know one of the one of the top sides but then you know fell away towards the the back end of that tournament they did retain a lot of that young core let go Kane Williamson and brought in someone called Harry Brook who people may have heard of in in the past 12 months has has gone okay so you know a lot of whether that's a, a massive upgrade and, and probably in terms of T20 cricket and where they're at at the moment, I think it is. And, you know, you Tom Moody is also gone. Brian Lara is the coach. They've brought in Adil Rashid. I think this is a side that has had all that experience from last year and now is, is building up and actually has a lot of the pieces to be a very, very dangerous uh, team in this tournament. 
How do you think Adil Rashid will go? Because he's not been picked up for, for a little while now. Um, probably closer to the end of his career than the start. Is he on the wane? I, 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 I don't know. Probably take the view of the leg spinner and the off spinner in the room. But do, do you expect much from him in the tournament? I think it'll be uh, well. One, I don't, I don't Does necessarily, I don't necessarily think he's on the wane in terms of like I, when when I've seen him bowl recently. You know, admittedly, I haven't watched every England game, but you know, I, I think he's still a quality bowler and um, you know can deliver and he's win, wily in, in, in he's all got sorts all of different of, conditions. He's got a lot of variation. I, I think I think he's one of those guys that's just wily enough that he'll do a really good job at the IPL. Yeah, he's got enough variation just in terms of the way he uses angle and pace and. Just yeah. subtle variations and seam. He's only got to go half a bat width in the IPL I mean, to think about to that T20 World Cup final. You know his pace is even in that final was yeah. sensational. Yep. The way he changed it. Up. And yep. there, there are times when he can get tapped as well, but usually if that happens, he's actually taking wickets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. So I think I think he'll fit in well. Yeah. IPL. Whether he whether he plays, I don't know. I think they have a lot of questions to answer about that overseas contingent because also wicket keepers another big question mark for them. You know, yeah. you you look through their lineup and it there's. Um, it's the likes of class and, and everywhere he goes Glenn Phillips seems to have WK by his name even though he hasn't kept for a long time you know and, sure and doesn't re- and doesn't really doesn't, I don't think I think he'd rather bowl it seems like he wants to bowl but you know so if if they're going to pick class who again you know just came off a, a yeah. massive hundred in the the ODI series for for South Africa you know obviously a, a good player but you know Markram Harry Brook Phillips Klassen, Marco Janssen Adil Rashid there's it a, makes it there's hard. There's Akil Hussain, yeah. you know, he's in, even Faisal Farouki, who, you know, went to the BBL, obviously not left in very, not very good circumstances of, uh, you know, from what was alleged. But the guy can, that guy can bowl as well. So they seriously have some talent. And then you... Do, do you think there's a lack, um, looking through the, the lineup there, do you think there's a lack of match winners, big game players, you know, the likes of the, the Dre Russ or the Glenn Maxwell, Brett Coley... Or um, Michael Bracewell to, to sort of <laughs> stand up and win a game. That that is the that is the one thing I did put down for where it can all go wrong, because I think you're spot on that they have all of these players that I've just named. Right, they're all still very. They haven't really proven themselves in the IPL. Haven't necessarily proven themselves on the biggest of biggest stages in in international cricket. They've all done you know very well in in various parts, or they're very early on in their career. Even mm. the even the Indian players, you know, Washington Sundar, Abhishek Sharma, Bhuvi Kumar, Bhuvi Kumar, Umran Malik, Natarajan, Agarwal, Tripathi. Yeah. I mean that when I name all of those, that's an amazing Indian core, I think. But again, like it's not, it isn't those big names, and maybe even even have. I mean, I think hopefully Agarwal is kind of that steadying influence for them that. Maybe they didn't, you know. I guess they had Kane last year, but mm. and and I think a lot of the stuff that you hear about Kane was that he, you know, he was a very important part of that culture and that franchise. And I guess they're hoping that Mayan Kagawal and some of these other guys, even Aiden Markram, who's taken a bit more of a leadership role now, can be for them. But yeah, I I think there's some serious talent in the squad and. You know, you guys talked about Mark Wood letting loose. Umran Malik could could do the absolute. Oh, same. I love this bowling lineup. Oh, it's, it's really fun. There's some fantastic. There's some fantastic talent in this bowling lineup. Sunda Malik, Adil Rashid if he plays, Bhuvi Kumar and T Natarajan. That's a really really quality bowling lineup. Can give you different looks. Can give you different matchups. You throw Phillips in there. Uh, there's lots to love about their bowling. I just have question marks about where all their runs are going to come from on a consistent basis. If Harry Brook is not scoring runs on a consistent basis 
is Aiden Markram uh, a match-winning better? I think that still remains to be seen. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I just don't know whether they, whether they're going to get 180 out of that batting lineup on a consistent basis. They're going to get lots out of Harry Brook. I think I they're going to sure. get lots out of Harry Brook. I think they'll get lots out of Glenn Phillips as well. Well, I yeah, hope that I... he plays though, because if they have to play Klassen as a keeper and you've got Markram and Brook and Rashid, then that's then that's that's four. So I don't know how they I don't know how they get Glenn Phillips into the side on a consistent basis unless you leave out Adil Rashid and you bring in another um, another Indian bowler. Which yeah, you could do, that, Kartik Tiagi, Samad. There's some options there. Yeah. Anything else on the Sunrisers? Save no. a rendition of the song again. No, no. We'll, 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 nobody we'll. needs to hear that. But you can go. It, the song is available in other places, <laughs> and I do recommend you listen to it. <clears throat> so, so, guys, let's wrap up the podcast with predictions. So, uh, any hot takes as well appreciated here. But um, it, we're going to go in alphabetical order again. So, we'll go Baldy, Binksy, Lippy, Raj in terms of order. So, I'll, I'm just getting well done. Um, Baldy can get his nailed uh, that quickly. Yeah, I, 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 pra- I practiced it while she whilst you were doing the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. clever. Um, so, if we can go for our bracket for the playoffs, so four teams for the playoffs, and our and our winner, and then any yeah any any hot takes. Also, yeah, just if you want to throw in your purple and orange hat winner, I don't know which way Oof. around they are. So run, run, score, run, wicket taker. Oh, I haven't prepped for that. Yeah, I haven't no. prepped for that. Uh, that'll be that'll be a hot take because I have no idea who's playing or <laughs> who's injured or not. You made so, that quite clear. Yeah, so it. Johnny Bairstow, uh, best batter, and uh, <laughs> Jasper Brummer, best bowler. <laughs> you heard it here first uh, for IPL twenty twenty five. Okay, Gujarat and the Royals. I've got locks. To, to play in the playoffs. Uh, Royal Challengers, Bangalore, and I think the Mumbai Indians have a good year this year. I can't remember if it's the auspicious year or not, but let's just say it is, and they, they're the only one and the other one in the top four. Cool. All right. I've got um, Mumbai Indians, RCB, KKR. Oh, wow. <laughs> and the Royals the Rajasthan Royals um, and my winner which decade are you in my, and my winner is the Rajasthan Royals I think you'll remember that I I got a 3 out of 4 last year in terms of the playoffs I'm pretty I've sure got, I've got the go back and listen to that last. go back and listen to that episode and I've got um, Harry Brook leading run scorer oh wow and I've got Trent Bolt leading wicket taker there you go the I, when we come to you Raj I'm, uh, in terms of your predictions I, I guarantee we're not going to hear Mumbai Indians in your top four because you slated them when, when we were talking about them. That's correct. I think it's very interesting that we've had two Mumbai Indians. Well, Baldy's made his um, predictions when he knew didn't know the team. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but, but Baldy's got, but Ste- got Steve Waugh in there. <laughs> I, I, when I, I, when I was I? doing mine, I there I were three absolute locks that I put down, and that was Rajasthan, Sunrisers, and Gujarat. When I, I mean, we talked about Rajasthan and... Sunrises. Sunrises. I think the sunrises are so Lock. stacked. I, I, they give me the same feeling when, I think we were all right really last year about Rajasthan, and I feel like the exact same. I feel the exact same way about sunrises. Oh, that's they're they're very long in the odds. I think they're you know one ten to one. Ten to one. Like yeah. That. I've already. Don't worry. I've already invested. <laughs> I, I. They give me a, a great feeling. I just named all of those players. They've got balance. You know balance. All throughout the lineup, yeah, I, I think they're going to be big. I was that fourth side. I did find very hard. All those other sides, I thought there's there's you know there's weaknesses everywhere in all of them, and I actually went with Mumbai again because I just think that batting lineup has so much to prove. That batting line, you know, all of those guys just this is if 
it could go horribly wrong and I, I could see them either making the playoffs or finishing last again mm-hmm. that's basically the only two outcomes I see for Mumbai Raj, Raj yeah I, I'm looking at the, the rankings I put down and I I must have been um, a bit busy during the day because I've got Rajasthan <laughs> down at eight um, So and that's clearly wrong so I think that Rajasthan actually win the thing mm. I think that Rajasthan's yep. at the top for me yep um, I agree I've got Gujarat and uh, RCB uh, in two and three. Yep. I, I really think that the top sort of three or four are a lot better than the the rest, and then probably eight, nine, ten is. Uh, I would agree. Yeah. Is, is is probably a, a long way away then. So we've got Rajasthan, Gujarat, RCB, and I've got Delhi Caps in four. Yep. I like uh, that. I do think that KKR are a very good value bet considering what the uh, the bookies have on them. But uh, yeah, so I've got I've got those four as my bracket so we've all got Ad- Ad- we've all Rajasthan got, and Gujarat we've, I've not got Gujarat no okay. yeah. we've got Rajasthan we've all got we've all got Rajasthan we've got two Mumbai Indians we've got a bit of a double up on has anyone not got the challenges i got the challenges I've got the challenges you got the challenges yeah, no challenges you got no challenges so yeah there's a bit no of love for Virat. Rajasthan's the only unanimous I like it oh, okay I like it sure. very good we might be done well there you go an hour and 20 in what a value for money podcast uh, this <laughs> has been and um, Please do drop into the comments, uh, like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. It was great to get uh, a number of viewers of our first integrated episode last week. So if you are enjoying that as a way to find, listen or watch the podcast, please let us know in the comments or on our socials, the Top Order Podcast at gmail.com or visit the website www.thetoporderpodcast.com to find out where you can listen and find us but for now it is good night and good bless from us all here in Auckland we'll be with you throughout the tournament and of course throughout this New Zealand winter to keep an eye on all of our franchise players but for now good night god bless from us all here in Auckland see you soon